do you do when all the pessaries that you have tried just don't fit? It is a little bit of a Goldilocks story, and today we are going to answer that exact question. This is The Lowdown with Brave Mama, a community to see you, hear you, and support you on your journey living with pelvic organ prolapse. Hi there, it is your host Steph Thompson here, and I'm really excited to bring you this episode today. Back in season one, we interviewed Caitlin, who is one of the three founders at Raya Health. In today's conversation, we are going to give you all the updates on where everything is up to for this brand new pessary hitting the market. If you haven't yet listened to our initial chat with Caitlin for season one, there is a link in the show notes. I suggest that you pause this episode, go back and listen to that one first, then jump back in to find out how long it's going to be until you can try this brand new pessary. And for those of you who have already listened to it, let's get into our chat with Caitlin. It's so funny because I, at the time, I remember when I saw you in New York and I go back, there's like a picture of me standing in the middle of a toy shop <laughs> holding the, the sample pessary. And I just remember, I'm like, I've got so many questions. I'm more curious now that I've seen it than I ever mm-hmm. have been. So tell me, where are things up to? Where is it all kind of progressing along? Because so many people ask me, where is that pessary? When is it coming? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we've had some really exciting developments since we last saw you in December. We are finishing our clinical trial next month. So the last few people are finishing up. I'm actually going to a site on Friday because they have completed, all of their patients have completed. So we're going to do like a final closeout visit there. And so, so far, everything, the data is looking good. And this is our last thing that we need to do before we submit to the FDA. So we'll hopefully be able to do that by August. So our goal is to, once we finish the trial, we need to review the data and kind of present it in a way so we can submit it to the FDA. And that is, yeah, kind of the last thing. So uh, we're very excited about that. (laughs) I can only imagine that's a really grueling process, like submitting something to the FDA. Like, is it a, does it, do they tell you how long the process takes or is it just kind of like you submit it and then you wait? (laughs) Yes, they're, it's, they don't tell you exactly how long it takes, but it seems like historically with similar devices, it's taken about six months. So they don't guarantee that, but we're hoping that we can kind of fit along that timeline and Along the way, we've had at least four conversations with the FDA to make sure that we've done all of the testing that they want, both clinical and the other testing. So kind of like making sure that all the materials are safe and that it can, you know, mechanically withstand everything with like a very significant factor of safety. So we've kind of done all that testing in alignment with what they want. So we're hoping that our process is pretty smooth and that we will submit everything that they're looking for and they don't come back to us with like too many questions. And I guess if they do, you'd be able to answer them anyway, because you've done such rigorous testing and trialing. So just before when you said the results are looking positive, I'm curious to find out what is that what does that look like a little bit? Are you allowed to share that before it goes to the FDA or is it kind of under wraps? So we can give a, like a high level overview just because it's not completely done. So sure. um, 
kind of the main the main things that we're testing are safety and efficacy of the device, which has all um, which has all been great. We've had a lot of like very happy patients who have unfortunately had to return their pessary at the end oh. of the trial. And so that's always a little devastating for us because we would love to give them one, but until it's actually cleared by the FDA, we can't give anyone them. In addition to those metrics, which is kind of what the FDA wants, what we also added was various like quality of life surveys. So kind of seeing how people feel like just on a regular basis with our pessary versus existing pessaries, also measuring comfort with the insertion and the removal process of the pessary, and also ability to self-manage. So far, all of that has been looking looking positive, which is also very exciting. Oh, <laughs> um, yes. I will admit, and I think I did tell you this, I was very cheekily tempted to be like, I'm going to just pop this in my pocket and pretend like you never showed it to me. <laughs> You know what, that just comes from a pure point of desperation that here in Australia, and I guess globally, women are just so desperate. They're so desperate for something like this that's innovative and different to what is available right now that's not mm -hmm. working. That I was, you know, I wouldn't actually do it because, you know, no. <laughs> ethically, you're right up there. And that's what we want. Ultimately, that's what you really want to be working with people who just have your best interest at heart. So yes, while I was kind of joking, I was when I got back, I was like, I wouldn't I wouldn't just love to try it, mm -hmm. right? And just see what it feels like. Because I'm imagining what's gonna happen and I wanna see if my imagination and the reality uh, uh they fit. <laughs> yes, it's uh it is pretty devastating how we are so limited in our ability to offer it and it's still only temporary and that we have to take them back at the end of the trial. It's always very sad uh, for yeah. us, especially yeah, when people like say to their doctor that they would, that they want to keep it. Yeah, I guess in a positive way though, if, if women are saying those things to their doctor that they really want to hold on to it and they just don't want to give it back, that really just tells us that it's effective. Yeah. So right. it's, yeah, it is, it's, it's really nice to hear. It's just also <laughs> a little heartbreaking, but it's really encouraging. And it's really nice that kind of, you know, our first, we're getting real feedback from people actually using it kind of for the first time versus just people, you know, like along the way and the design process. I think we talked to you as well, like we getting kind of like more of the people's experiences and having that try to inform design, but this is actually people using it. So, <laughs> Yes. The, and the proof is in the pudding. So they say, and I think that speaks volumes. Like, I mean, it, essentially it might be six months at the shortest for them to be able to get them back. So those people who went through the trial, they'll have access to them first. I can only imagine because they're, they've tried and tested and they're waiting for it. Right. Yes, we're providing everyone who participated in the trial with pessary once it becomes cleared. Yes, great. And so that will be my next question. So, well, the question of everyone, whoever listens to me talking about this, is that once it's approved FDA, from that moment to get them literally to market and, and to consumers, what mm -hmm. is that process involved? Is there another thing that you have to go through or is it just ready to kind of like, here's the website? log on and buy it. Like, how is that going to happen? How's it going to work? So at least for the initial process, it will be 
it, it will be prescription only. So you do need to get it through your practitioner, which is kind of the uh, current state of affairs in the U.S. of getting pessaries. So that's kind of like the first step. Our goal eventually will be to make it over the counter, but that's another FDA application after the fact. So we just kind of our first step was to try and get it out there as soon as possible, even if it's in like the current stream, and then try and go from there to increase access everywhere and also in other places as well. Because Currently, we are limited to the U.S., unfortunately, with this FDA. Okay. But our goal is to is to expand to as many places as we can, essentially. Amazing. <laughs> and look, there's ways around it. I can tell you right now, women are buying pessaries on eBay, mm-hmm. right? I don't know how, but I just know that they are, and they're, they're giving them a try themselves. If they don't have the money to have the appointment with the specialist to be fitted and then then it fails and then they go back and there's another $350 and $50 for a pessary or whatever it's costing wherever you are, they're just going on eBay and trying it and like, you know what, it's silicon. I think I have an idea of where I'm at. So I think savvy women will find a way somewhere, somehow. I even know women who order them from, you know, like when you can only order from the US, they get someone in a prolapse space who lives in America to order it for them and then they mm-hmm. just post it to them. Like I I don't know the legal impl- implications for any of that, by the way, and I'm certainly not encouraging it. I just know that it's happening because women are so desperate. So if women in, say, for example, in Australia where we are right now, if we wanted to have access to that, it won't be a matter of us going to our women's health physio or GP, they has to be approved in Australia first through our medical board as well? That is my current understanding. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, that's fine. And, and look, I'm sorry if I, I hit you with no, that no. question. I just wasn't sure <laughs> what would be the process because I can only imagine the people who are fitting pessaries and trying pessaries do they also have to be trained in how to fit the right size? Because you've got multiple sizes, right? Right. So we, I mean, currently how it works here is that there are, there are usually fitting kits. So existing pessaries usually come in about 10 sizes. But yes, as you said, often it does not. And then you need to go back and try something else. So we have pared down the number of sizes because our device is more dynamic. Our pessary is more dynamic. It can kind of span more sizes. So we're hoping that that kind of streamlines the fitting process and makes it a lot easier. So for our trial, we did train the practitioners on how to fit and how to use it. But we're trying to make the process as intuitive as possible so that anyone could do it. And just like how you said, you know, like if in a world where you can just like get your own pessaries and try it yourself, I mean, like people know their bodies very well. So like we're trying to make <laughs> make this as, you know, accessible so that it is something that if you feel like you can do it hopefully we can enable you to go out and treat your own prolapse (laughs) oh my god if you really think about this on another level we don't have to be fitted for tampon sizes it's trial and error (laughs) you follow the safety guidelines and it's up to you if you want a super maxi tampon or if you want a slim little tampon like it's we, we can trust ourselves enough with that, but it's really interesting how we have to go to a, 
professional to be fitted for something very similar, like in size and shape, and it goes in the exact same place. Isn't that funny? Is that ironic? It's yeah, it it makes a little sense. I mean, it uh, it makes some sense, I guess, with some of the current styles how they're very difficult to insert and remove on your own. Mm-hmm. But like as a general concept of being able to find something that works for you and your body, I think that's for a lot of people is something that they would rather do on their own (laughs) versus like having to deal with going to a doctor every. (laughs) Right. And potentially even be more successful because Mm -hmm. you're in the comfort of your own home and you're relaxed. You're not that white coat syndrome of sitting in a waiting room, looking at everyone, thinking, overthinking, and then it depends on the nurse practitioner coming in. Are they friendly? Are they warm? Or are they treating you with like it's all in your head and here's your pessary, off you go. You know, just going back a minute, I when you were talking about the fitting kits, that's something I only ever was introduced to in the last, oh, I'm going to say year. Every other appointment prior to that, you just have to buy it. There was no kit for you to try. And so everyone, every single size, every single type, I've got like a stash of them. (laughs) And then it just makes it less accessible to everyone. The fitting kits aren't perfect, but you know, at least you're probably starting from a place where you've tried it a bit before you have to commit to (laughs) commit to getting it. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, that, I mean, I guess that that whole process is quite flawed in, in essence. I mean, uh, just from personal experience, when I went into and I saw the fitting kit for the first time for the, it's been like a donut pessary maybe. Oh no, the I'm just, you get lost in them all. Is it the shats? I think oh, I'm probably saying that wrong. That's how that's how I say it too. So <laughs> okay, good, good. Yeah. So I was trying that one, but even that process because you have to get up and walk around and then potentially try and go to the bathroom and see if it flops out. That takes time, and reality is when you are paying for an appointment like that, it's about a fifteen minute time. So Mm -hmm. you don't have hours on end to like, oh, no, try the next size, try the next size. And then I'm not sure how it quite works, but I had to then sterilize it myself before then they obviously sterilize them after. So it was a process. I only got to try two sizes in that time. And in fact, she went over time. So, yeah, trialing sizing kits are great in theory, but the time allocated for that is just not quite there, I feel, anyway. Mm -hmm. That's just my two cents worth. Yeah, we did recruit for this trial, like a whole range of existing pessary sizes and then just offered fewer of ours. And so far it seemed successful in being able to span multiple sizes. So we're hoping that continues to streamline the process and kind of alleviate some of the the slight differences between all of these. So I think, would it be all right if we do connect again in six months time or once the application is submitted and you've heard back so that we'd love to just keep everyone updated as to what's happening next and how much closer can we potentially have, you know, access to give it a try? Yeah, that'd be fantastic. I will definitely let you know as soon as we submit, because then we'll have kind of the information that is then becomes public. And then also as soon as we hear back. So I think that'll probably be in two or three months time to submission and then six months after that. So. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, great. I've got a fun question for you. And this may not have ever even been thought of. But does it have a name? You know how we've got the donut and we've got the inflatable and all they've all got a name. Does this one have a name? 
So currently we are calling it the Raya Pessary. So, um, right. Yes, the Raya. Our current, our current company tagline is uh, supporting you inside and out. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that is so good. Any marketing people, we're always open for any sort of guidance and direction and listening also to the community to see kind of what they want in terms of tone and like yeah. That I mean, that's perfect. It's a perfect way to kind of end this conversation is that everyone listening to this is just waiting with beta breath, but they also have a vested interest for if people did want to reach out to you, what's the best way? You've got the newsletter. What's the best way to make contact with the team? So the our website is reahealth, R-E-I-A health.com. Also, my email is Caitlin, K-A-I-T-L-I-N at reahealth.com. Always open for any sort of communication. We definitely, yeah, we love to hear from, from people and about their experiences. Thank you for the update. It's amazing. Thank you. So in essence, to answer the question, what do you do when no pessaries are currently working for you? My response would be is to not give up hope. As you just heard in that conversation with Caitlin, things are constantly edging closer and closer to this brand new pessary becoming available to us. Of course, it's going to be in the US first. And as you heard in that conversation, We do not encourage any illegal activity. However, I do know people are having access to pessaries by various different ways, including buying them on eBay. And in my personal opinion, I think we absolutely need to be working towards having a world where women can access the things that they need to better support their bodies, including pessaries, without having to fork out the $350 every single appointment and then $50 for a pessary every single appointment to get the right fit. I myself am waiting, I'm anticipating that this pessary is going to be the thing that will help me to be able to even get to the point of being able to go for my 40-minute walk or to be able to even run. I think I've talked about it here and on our Instagram at Brave Mama how much I miss running. So I'm hopeful. I'm keeping a positive mindset. And what we will do is once the FDA process has happened for Raya, we will get Caitlin back on the show where she can actually share all of the results from the trials and give you information on how you can access that pessary for yourself. And just before we go this week, we do want to let you know that if you are listening to this right now, we have released brand new Brave Mama Meditations for You Living with Pelvic Organ Prolapse. They can only be found on our YouTube channel. There is a link to this YouTube channel in the show notes below. There are meditations for understanding prolapse, meditations for your first medical appointment or specialist appointment with prolapse, meditations for the afternoon when you just need that short break to put your feet up against the wall. The whole idea behind these meditations is that you give yourself the permission to take a moment to slow down, to fill your cup, to breathe. And then with the hope that it can help you feel better with your symptoms within yourself to continue doing whatever you are doing on that day. So until next week, bye for now. Mama.